This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt's premier goal-setting course, Five Days to Your Best Year Ever. For a limited time, get up to $150 off the course at focusonthispodcast.com slash best year ever. How are we going to set up this show? We should, you should say, hey, and I'll be like, what's up? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. Hey, Courtney. How you doing? Good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. I'm excited this Monday. I am too. I feel like people right now are probably thinking about goals, and we've spent the last three episodes talking in depth about goals, and this is our last episode where we're really digging into some unique, deep details about getting your goals right. Yeah. It's an exciting time of year. You know, we're closing out the year, starting the new year, and it's exciting because you think of possibilities. You dream big, you have a big aspiration, and don't you love to just think, what what could we possibly do this year? Let's go big. Yeah, of course. The only challenge is sometimes you dream this big goal and then it's overwhelming and you're like, how am I really going to get this ball rolling? Yeah, it can feel really complex. It's like once you get what you want to do and when you want to do it on paper, all of a sudden you're like, well, there can be kind of a weight of like, oh, this is risky and maybe hard. Yeah. And then you're thinking, you know, you try to break it down. You maybe may even make a plan, but it's just hard to take specific action and to build momentum. And you may even ask yourself, like, can I actually do this? Can I really reach this goal? And or like, I'm not sure I can actually get my act together. Yeah. You're to describing everyone on January 17th. Yes. Everyone's thinking that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the truth is you don't need like this big block of time. And that's what we fall into a lot of time with goals. We think we've got to have these big strategic blocks of time where we just focus on achieving our goal. And I'm super passionate about what we're going to be talking about today. Really, all you need is the next step. And it doesn't even need to be the biggest next step. It can be a really small next step. We're going to give you three simple practices that you can do today to start building momentum on your goals. Once you know these things, you can make instant progress on your goals at any time. I it will blow your mind how little time you need. You guys, you can tell Courtney's excited for this one. Right? I love this one. She's she's bringing it today, and I see this at work for you as well because you set big goals for your team, and you know you don't want to get stuck in the mire of you know how we're going to tackle this huge thing. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, the reason that happens is just because you don't just set a goal and then all of a sudden your calendar clears, right? If that were <laughs> the case, only. yeah, if that were the case, wouldn't that be nice? But there's already, your life's already going. There's already a whirlwind of activity to keep things going as they are. And so that's why the practices we're going to give you today are so important because you don't, we recognize you don't have big blocks of time. There is a whirlwind to think about, but you still can reach those big goals. What I want for you to remember about this episode is sometime you've got your goal set. If you ever feel that like cringe when you look at your goal, this is the episode I want you to come back to. This, that, yeah, that's where your stomach. That's the your stomach. That, that's the, the sound of the stomach. I put a, I put the microphone right over my stomach. You did. Like, okay. Yeah. If your stomach makes that sound and it's not after dinner, I guess. <laughs> 
This is the episode. I want you to think back about this framework and what to do when you feel that because we are going to resolve it for you. That's right. But I know what you're waiting for, people. Verbs. That's me. Verbs. I'm still waiting for you to rap on this podcast. Is that ever going to happen? You know what? This is no. No. What's so frustrating for everyone listening? Verbs is this like mega talented individual. And I have this deep desire for people that are talented in ways that I'm not to share their gifting. It's just not working. Hashtag focus on this podcast. Hashtag verbs raps. <laughs> tweet tweet your tweets now. Yeah, if people. we can get a thousand tweets, will you do it? A thousand tweets, yes. Any social media posts using the hashtag <laughs> from me. <laughs> okay, but seriously. Okay, if we can get a thousand people to tweet that they want you to rap and use the hashtag focus on this podcast, will you do it? Yeah, we'll we'll have to figure that out. Oh, it's a, it's a I different want a commitment. Hat. I'm, I'm, I'm in a com- seat with a different hat. A thousand that's, people. That's pretty compelling. A thousand people. A thousand people. It, Will you say yes uh, today? Will you say yes? Say it. Say yes. A thousand Do it. people. <laughs> if it's a thousand people, I'll write a focus on this rap specifically for the show. Yes. How about that? Okay. How about that? All right. I like that. So let's get to the good stuff for today. <laughs> um, just a reminder to everybody that's uh, listening to the show. Of course, you know uh, that we have the full focus community right there on Facebook. There's always incredible conversation going on there, both people that have planner solutions as well as planner challenges. So we invite you to go and search on Facebook for Full Focus Community, and uh, we look forward to seeing your name pop in there. We also have a lot of the uh, links that we share of different topics we've talked about on the show. There's different resources for you to take advantage of as well. Once again, thank you for listening to the show. We also invite you to rate it and review it on iTunes and also share it with your friends who may have productivity challenges and be sure to use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And be sure to, to ask for verbs to rap. That's right. Using the hashtag. This is really important, people. <laughs> There's no way this could be edited out now. It's just so oh, tight it's within it, the content of the You show. see what I'm doing? Don't. I'm going to reference it 10 more times so you can't edit it out. Yes, verbs, you are not allowed to edit this out. This Ver- is happening. It's happening. Thousand it's going to be amazing. Thousand tweets. That's it. We'll, we'll make it a smarter goal. We'll post it in the Facebook community. Please do. Smarter <laughs> goal. We got to get that written today. All right, so the reason I'm so passionate about this is I've seen these really practical steps that we're going to give you today work over and over again. Michael's used some of these with coaching, and me particularly, I've just seen it work and get really instant clarity on my goal. So, Blake, we've got three practices for everybody today. What's the first practice? The first practice to gain momentum on your goals instantly is this. Ask this question. What is the next action I need to take on this goal? That's the that's the key phrase, action. Specifically, we're talking a task, a small task, not a big stage in the process, right? Yeah, let me give you an example of this. So if you had a goal to write a book, a stage or like a step might be to write a chapter, write the first chapter. A task might be just sketch an outline for the first chapter. There's a big difference in the two of those. The first one, write a whole chapter, you could procrastinate on that for weeks trying to like get started on doing that. You know, sketching an outline, you could probably do that in 30 minutes between phone calls or just in a really short amount of time. Do you think that's a good rule of thumb to know if you haven't broken down your goal into small enough tasks? If you if you're procrastinating for a long time, maybe that's something to look at to think, am I really, you know, let's say it's 
hey, I want to go running in the morning. You know, it's like, oh, gosh, so, so I have to get up at a certain time. I need to, like, find my gym shoes. I need to, like, get a whole playlist going. And then, I, well, oh, shoot, do I have running shorts? Like, there's all these things. And so breaking that down into a task that's really small, I think, is key to beat procrastination. Yeah, absolutely. If you're procrastinating, the immediate question is, could I break this down into smaller, more bite-sized tasks that exactly. I could do? The key is not to get bogged down in the details. You don't need a whole project management plan. Just think of the next action you can take. So a couple more examples. Let's say your goal is to begin a strength training system with a personal trainer. Maybe your first action is to ask your friends on Facebook for recommendations. You know, that's a very specific, small task. You could probably do it right now. It would take a minute of time to do. That's a great example. Another example might be your goal might be create a revised budget forecast for this fiscal year by September 15th. That feels pretty daunting. Um, but if you break down the task might be ask Jeff to pull current financial reports. It's the very next step you need to take. And it's okay to list some, right? You might get financially yeah, in that role, right? Yep. You can actually list several next steps. Just make sure that they're, they're task and not stages. That's really key. So first practice is what's the next action I need to take on the goal? All right. The second practice is write down your next action or just do it. If you got that like cringe, uh, whatever that sound effect you made, Blake was. <laughs> yeah. This It may be that you need to just drop everything for a minute and get on it. Do it immediately. You want to write it down or just do it, and you know where, where could you write it down that would be most helpful? Obviously, these could very easily become your daily big three to do it today at some point and make it one of those daily big three items. The other place is to put it on your goal detail page. We actually had a caller a few weeks ago that asked specifically about this, and you can either do that at the beginning when you're writing your goal or if you want to come back and erase and rewrite what your next steps are as you progress. Another place would be in your task manager with a due date or just to put it on your calendar. You know, we talk all of the time. I'm quoting Michael directly, but he says, what gets scheduled gets done. That's right. I'm going to give you a pro tip when you're writing this down. Sometimes I catch myself doing this and again, it doesn't pass the procrastination test. But when we say write down the next task, if it says, like, I'm in sales, so maybe it says leads, that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good example of writing it down. I mean, I'm or even maybe, confused what that means. Right? So a good test is if you were to hand your planner off to someone else that didn't have the context, would they understand what the action is? Because that's a measure of how clear you're making it. Sometimes we don't take action on something because we actually haven't clarified that small step deep enough. So instead of leads, maybe I would say, I need to call Sam, James, and Jebediah because apparently I'm <laughs> uh, Jebediah you know, is on the verge I, of a big sale and I, I need to call so him. I have so many Jebediahs in my life. Yeah, there's a lot in my. That, yeah. yeah. It really, Jebediah, um, you know, if you're listening to this, Jebediah, you know, I'm coming. He'll call for you. you later. Yeah, I'll call you later. It's on my list. <laughs> All right. So, practice number two write down your next action or just do it. Yeah. Just do it as in, you know, if it takes like two minutes, just go ahead yeah, and do it. Yeah. If it takes two minutes, go ahead and knock it out. All right. What's the third practice? All right. Practice three do a five minute win when you get stuck. Okay. This is, I referenced this a little bit earlier. This is like one of my favorites. 
This is your big one. Oh. I'm going to just let you revel in the glory of this practice because you're so good at it. I've seen so many of our clients do this, and you would be shocked how much people can get done in five minutes. Of course, we make it kind of a competition. Whoever gets the most done, you know, gets like a gift card or whatever. But it's, I mean, people like things in like the teens, like more than 10 things done in five minutes. Tell me about it. What, what do you actually do with our clients? How does it work? So basically we say, hey, five minutes, look at your goals make a list of all the tasks, the next steps that you could make, and then we start the timer and they get to work. And it is incredible to hear the stories in five minutes of what people accomplish. It kind of gamifies the process a little bit, right? Yeah, and here's the key. You don't have to have somebody else set this game up for you. You're very capable. <laughs> of setting your own timer. Setting your own timer. If you need a reward, be like, okay, I go. After I do this, I get to go get coffee. Like, figure out what it is that motivates you and just do it. It works. Yeah, I think it works because it, it detaches from the big emotion of the goal. I think a lot of our goals, the reason they're big goals is because it's going to really shift our circumstances in some way. So we'll probably have to act outside of our comfort zone. And so when we think of accomplishing our goal, we think of something uncomfortable. And guess what? It never feels like the right time to be uncomfortable. So this is a great practice to just say, hey, just for five minutes, it's almost like doing reps in the gym, right? Hey, if I could just do this for, you know, or a wind sprint almost, where it's like, listen, <laughs> running fast is hard, but I could do it for 30 seconds. Right. I think the key to this is, you know, I keep referencing that like feeling in your stomach when you look at a goal, because you know, like, oh, dang, I'm behind. The next time after you do this five minute win, you're not going to have that same feeling or that sound, same sound effect that Blake's doing. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So let me just give you another example of this. So if your goal was revise the sales process by the end of quarter two, what you would want to ask is what's the next action I can take on this goal? Let's imagine the next step is to conduct a review meeting with your sales team, you know, to list some quick actions. They would be like, the first thing is choose a date for the meeting. That's pretty simple you know, with a big goal. The second action might be jot down your agenda and outcomes for the meeting. Again, super easy task. Action three, list the ways the team should prepare for the meeting. Action four, ask your assistant to schedule a meeting room. I mean, these are bite size. Yeah, this is a great example. You're really yep. showing us like th these are bite sized things. And you can probably do that stuff in five minutes. Like, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. But here's what I love about it. There's so much busy work in our life. There's so much in the whirlwind. But when you spend five minutes dedicated to a goal, that's five minutes well spent. It feels good, doesn't it? Because you know, I'm. this may feel small, like saying in a calendar event, but I know that this action, this small step is moving me towards the life that I actually want to have. Yeah, absolutely. So to review, you've got a great goal, but you're lacking some momentum on accomplishing that goal. And honestly, those big goals, they can seem pretty complex at the beginning, or maybe you're midway through the goal and you're just like, I'm, I'm behind on where I want, want or need to be. And the thing is, you don't need a big block of time. And that's, that's the perception that we fall into. Just take these three simple practices and do them. Blake, what are the three practices? Okay. Practice number one is to ask, what's the next action that I need to take on this goal? And practice number two is to write down that next action, or if it's going to take you two minutes or less, just go ahead and do it. And the third practice is to do what we call a five-minute win, if you feel stuck, where you're just setting that timer and going, okay, how many of these next actions could I accomplish? 
Yep. At the end of this, you're going to have instant progress on your goals and you're going to have a huge relief. It's going to feel gonna great. Be like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Oh my gosh. No, no. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, if he does that sound effect oh my one more gosh. time. <laughs> I apologize. Verbs, you can take a note. You can, you can edit that out or amplify it and insert it into future episodes. Hey, but you know what you can't edit out? A thousand tweets. Guys, it's happening. Hashtag verbs wraps. Everybody help Blake and I get this to happen. All right. <laughs> Speaking of verbs, what do you have for us? Blake and Courtney, I've mentioned before uh, a couple episodes ago that we've been having some great reviews come through on iTunes. And I always like to share a few. So here's one from Lou Mac user. Shout out to Lou Mac user. He says this about probably one of our favorite guests, guys. He says, Tony was one of the most entertaining and meaningful guests. Brooklyn Tony. There he is. I like to see more contributors that work in industries other than knowledge work. So shout out to Lou Mac user. And we're going to actually try to figure out how in the world we can locate <laughs> Brooklyn Tony and get him back on the That's show. That's another thousand tweets. I did. Yeah. <laughs> get Brooklyn Tony back on. And 10,000 tweets. You do the rap with Brooklyn Tony. Oh. That, would be, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But we do have another call to get to. And I believe this is somebody you're familiar with, Courtney. His name is Mr. Matt Toy. And he ain't playing. <laughs> this is Matt. Hey, Matt. This is Courtney Baker and Blake from the Focus on This podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Okay. So full disclosure for everybody listening, Matt is my friend. We're friends. We've I can claim that. Actually, I asked you to be on the episode today. I actually talked about you several weeks ago on the podcast because you and I were talking about why you should use the Full Focus Planner. Basically, I was trying to kind of convince you to try it out. I mean, I thought it would be fun. I pulled in the big guns with Verbs and Blake here to convince you even more. <laughs> this is like an intervention. It's an intervention. Oh, but I shared a little bit about kind of what your hesitations were. And I think it would be really helpful for people listening to kind of hear you talk through those and as talk about them. Because I think there are a lot of people out there that have those same, you know, hesitations about getting started with something like this. Exactly. And Matt, if you buy before the end of this phone call, then we'll throw in a free car. That's what Courtney said. <laughs> wow. So you have... About 10 minutes here, yeah, to just throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm ready. Uh, wait, so just so I'm clear, so you have never used the full focus planner, is that right? That is correct. Yeah, I, I have not, and um, but I'm, I'm open to it. I, I've always, I've listened to some of um, the Michael Hyatt podcast for years and um, certainly have been a, an admirer from, from a distance, but I, have, I haven't jumped in the water yet. Sure. So let's get a little context. What do you do for a living, Matt? Okay. So I um, oversee the marketing at Trevecca Nazarene University um, based in, well, it's in Nashville, Tennessee. Fantastic. So when we were talking the other day about the Full Focus Planner, I think your biggest thing that you were like, you know what? I just don't know if I can move from this digital system that I have mm -hmm. to paper. And that's really why I brought, you know, Blake has such a great story specifically or related about this. I think for me, I, I've always had the system that, you know, my phone and my computer and everything kind of syncs. And, um, and so it's easy for me to keep up to date on everything. Um, and I, I don't always like carrying a, a book with me um, when I go anywhere, whereas my phone I have all the time. Uh, so that would be my biggest objection. Sure. What do you use to keep track of all your tasks and stuff like that? 
Well, I can't, I can't actually act like I have the greatest of systems because I'm going to be exposed for this, but I, (laughs) I do mostly use it through, I use it through notes. Um, and then I sync it to like a kind of a word Google doc. Um, so it's nothing like people are going to want to take notes and do, but I, that's what I've done for years. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can relate to not wanting to carry around a honking, you know, planner everywhere. Well, let's like. not call it a honking planner. <laughs> okay. A really sleek, no, beautiful, I agree. It, yeah, it's beautiful not bad planner. At all. Well, no, I mean, That's right. I mean, th- that was my perception before I used it because it's, yep. it, even though it's not, a, it's not big, it is bigger than a phone. You yeah. Know? It's bigger than mm-hmm. a phone and I already have my phone with me. And so, you know, is it worth it to really translate something? So, for me, I guess maybe, Matt, I could share this to sort of open up the vulnerability here so you don't feel like we're yeah. picking on you or anything. But for my story with this was I would be, I had a pretty rigorous or maybe detailed would be a better word, digital system where I had a big digital task manager and I had a whole process and I would review stuff, inboxes, everything was organized by category and I had all these cool tags and it would sync to all my devices. But my problem was... I noticed this thing where I would wake up in the middle of the night and, or I'd wake up earlier than my alarm and I couldn't get back to sleep because I'd start thinking about stuff that I had to do. Or I would be hanging out with my wife and I would start thinking about work and, and I couldn't really shut my brain off, if that makes sense. Have you ever had an experience like that, Matt? Definitely. Those moments where you feel like you're uh, in the, you know, you're on the weekend and you should be relaxing, but you're, you're still in work mode and trying to get out of that is a challenge. You know that. Absolutely. So if I were to make a suggestion as an experiment, you know, even if you didn't want to jump in and buy the planner per se. Actually, Matt, I think you have a full focus planner. Courtney gave me one. Uh, and <laughs> of course, someone, so it's been sitting on my desk for about, I don't know, two weeks. Uh, and someone came in my office yesterday and said, Hey, what is that? You know, and I told them about what you guys do and, and more about it. And they were like, well, why, why is it sitting on your desk? And I was like, well, it's my goal this week to open it and see if I should start using it. Um, but I haven't, I haven't achieved that goal yet. Um, and then here we are in this call. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Well, let's help you cross the finish line. So here, yeah. here's, so the challenge I had, and it sounds like you feel the same way is, it's nice to have everything in a digital system, like to capture stuff, first of all, like you can just pull out your phone and plug in something into notes and then it maybe it syncs to your computer. And if you go to work, then there it is. You've got your list of whatever it is. And what I would recommend is to not stop using digital tools. I still use, yep. even though I use a planner, I still use the same digital tools that I used before using the planner. But what I needed was better sleep. And what I needed was a clear conscience when I signed off work for the day. And what I needed was better connection with my family so that I wouldn't be distracted thinking about work. That's kind of where it started for me. So in the planner, I mean, you've probably, if you crack the binding, there's all these different sections, your ideal week, your rituals and account, you know, calendars and all these sections. But where I would challenge you to start this week is to simply in the beginning of every day before you roll into work, before you really get going, to look at your digital list. Just take stock of all the things that are there and scan it and go, if nothing else happens today, what are the three things that will move me forward? And there's a section in the yeah, planner sure. called the daily pages. And the big square on the upper left is what we call a big three. And that's what that is. 
And all it does, Matt, is it simply gives you a finish line for the day to go, you know, how will I define success for this day? Because otherwise, and I, this is my experience, the one snag about a digital system is that there are no pages. And of course, that's really convenient. But what that means is that there's no end. You can right. literally just have a never-ending. Never-ending to-do list. Never-ending to-do list. There's Your app never says, you know, Apple Notes doesn't have a feature where it says, sorry, you've added too many notes. Uh, you've got way too much going <laughs> yeah. on, Matt. Could you please slow down? Yeah. It never says that. But having that big three, you're essentially saying, what is the win for today? How will I know if I've accomplished what I need to do? And then checking those three boxes, I'm not going to tell you how you're going to feel, but I just want you to see how that goes and check off those th big three things and then just see how it feels going home that night from, from work. No, that's good. I, I love that. I think, you know, I've even listened to the first couple podcasts you all have done so far. Um, and it's, it challenges me to think through, you know, it's so easy to be managed by your to-do list as opposed to you managing your goals and, and really working towards um, goals beyond just the day-to-day. -day. And, you know, I was talking to someone who uses the full focus planner and, and they were saying how how much that has helped them and how grateful they are for it. And so that's the part, I mean, that's why it's sitting on my desk. Cause I think, you know, I don't want to be stuck in the day to day, just taking care of my inbox, but I want to, I want to be living a life that is very purposeful and intentional and targeted. And it's easy to, if you're not shooting for it, it's easy to miss it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for everybody listening, even if you're somebody that, has, you know, doesn't use the planner. I think this still, the premise still is there. Like take today, look through your to-do list, find the, the three things that are most critical. And maybe this will be like a test to see like, is this something you want to try out? Uh, I think that's such a great first step. Matt, Thanks for being on the call. Thanks for being vulnerable and just jumping in here. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. I'm excited about it. You guys are doing great stuff. Courtney will be available when you're ready to order your annual subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. I don't know. I don't know how you roped him into that call, Courtney, but I'm glad you brought your friend Matt on. Yeah, he's a great friend doing incredible things. I am just such an advocate for the planner that anytime I run into somebody that's not using, I'm like Okay, what? Why? Like, tell me the reasons. <laughs> what, uh, what is wrong with you? No. no. And Matt's an incredible friend and a very dear friend. So very thankful for him for coming on and just sharing a little bit with us. Yeah. And obviously, I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast regularly already have the planner. And so, you know, if you're thinking, oh, well, that's that's fine. You know, he's never used it before. He doesn't know what the daily pages are or how it works. What I would encourage you regular planner users and listeners, sometimes we get a little too complicated with everything. And if we're not careful, we can sort of drift or we can sort of fall off. Maybe it's a busy week of travel, for instance. This is where it happens for me, where I'll be traveling and then all of a sudden there's two, even three days where I look back and I go, oh, did I really use the planner? I didn't even, because I have this thought, if I don't have time to use it all, it's not worth using at all. And I would give you the same advice I gave Matt, which is if nothing else, before you roll into work, consider your task list and identify what's my big three for this day and write it down. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so key. Just get back in the habit. And then you're just like when you started out, you're going to be able to add things as you go. Get back in the rhythm of scheduling your weekly preview, you know, getting back to your rituals, which again are so important, especially in a stressful season like traveling or, you know, to hold on to your rituals. It's usually one of the first things to go. So great call with Matt. 
So, Blake, any final thoughts about today's episode for everybody listening? The final thought is no matter how complex, big, audacious, huge your goal may feel, there is a next action. There is a next step. And you have the power to take that next step. So today, if you if you need a little inspiration or motivation to get unstuck, set a timer, even for you know, a couple of minutes and just think, you know, follow these three practices. See what is the very next thing that I could do because you'll get your power back. That's the cool thing that happens is you get your power back and take ownership towards hitting your goal. Yeah, and I want to remind you, if you're not stuck today, maybe you're doing great today, usually with any goal, we hit a hump. You know, we get to the middle, the messy middle. I want you to remember this episode and come back to it, get a refresher, and get unstuck. So thanks for joining us today on Focus on This. That's right. It's the most productive podcast on the internet. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family, your coworkers. Use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And next week, we're going to be talking about rewards or presents. Mm, the gifts unto all of us. So if you want to get a present next week, Courtney's going to be giving away all kinds of gifts. That's right. Live on the show. That's right. Sort of. Or at least I'm going to tell you how to get them. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. It's a brand new day. Get going. To get the right stuff done. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt's premier goal-setting course, Five Days to Your Best Year Ever. For a limited time, get up to $150 off the course at focusonthispodcast.com slash best year ever.